I'm not a nerd. Nerds. Nerds. Nerds! I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? What's up, nerds? Welcome to a special follow-up episode of Nerdables. There's the first time for everything. Uh, <laughs> this half week, I guess, um, we're going to revisit some of the biggest stories from D23, and we're going to talk about the latest non- developments, developments, non-developments, and the ongoing Disney-Sony Spidey imbroglio. We're doing some of this because I did have to leave about halfway through the show last week. Well, and the girls kind of took over with the Beverly well, Hills. Well, you, you, yeah, you guys spoke about Beverly Hills 90210 for 10 minutes, literally, as I'm listening to the show, kept hitting the 30-second fast-forward. Nope, still talking about it. 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 <laughs> well, and I then didn't... you mentioned the Mandalorian trailer, and then you move on to how you, you lied about, I don't want to go to the hotel, it's too expensive. And then that was it, and it's all over. And I was like, wait a minute, what the well, hell? I even mentioned at the end we're probably going to be doing a follow-up show because we yeah. didn't get to it. Uh, so yeah, we're meeting in the middle of the week. We're watching the most boring opening game in NFL history, probably. It's pretty terrible. close to it. Oh, yeah. it was terrible. It was terrible. Um, so we're going to be... And also, there's some stuff that happened this week that we weren't privy to as you were recording on Sunday. We saw new images for The Mandalorian. We got some new information about its release schedule. The Rise of Skywalker footage came out. There was one thing that blew up the internet completely. It's the only thing Ethan's seen. And then we have some comments from Sony today about... Which I'm really upset about, you know? You were never going to miss that. I know. See, that's that's the problem. That's the problem, We'll get get to that. I want to talk about The Mandalorian first, because I did watch the trailer, which I wasn't sure I was going to do. But I did, because it's 10 episodes, it's 10 hours. And it doesn't give away Well, we already know what the plot is. Yes. They gave away the plot at Celebration anyway. Um... But the the trailer gives it its tone and its look, right? Which we all kind of figured was going to be great. We, you know, they never officially re- released any of the footage from Celebration. We saw the which the I'm bootlegs still, yeah, the bootlegs it. had different footage than this trailer. Yes, the the I think the second one and the one I don't think you and I watched because of it was supposedly the first like five six minutes of the first episode, right? If I remember right, I think that's what and they that's said. the one we never saw. We saw kind of the sizzle reel they had. The first time that they, uh, the first time that they they blocked out the those of us that were streaming it live, where they're like, "Okay, everyone who's streaming, bye. Yeah. Come yeah. back in five minutes. We're gonna show a cool sizzle reel of everything." Then they came back and it was then they were gone. And at then they the were gone. They're like, like, "Okay, you want a trailer, guys? We're gonna show you the first five minutes of the thing." Click, and then everybody got kicked out again. Uh, so we finally saw some official in, you know, official live footage or whatever you want to call it. Sizzle footage, tra- trailer it footage. Was a, it, was trailer. it was a trailer. Um, we got to see, we saw pictures before of an IG series droid. Mm-hmm. We know it's actually not IG-88. Got confirmation for sure. It's, it's IG-11. Yeah. And with just kind of the feel and look for it, and I mean, it looks amazing. I don't think anybody was really thinking, oh, I don't know, I'm kind of on the fence whether it's going to look cool or not. I still like the, the, the Stormtrooper helmets on pikes and in the dirt was amazing. Yeah, and I think that was a way to set up the idea of the lawlessness mm-hmm. and the, the idea that you know the Empire has fallen and the Republic may not be you know, really taken over in all those places, which we see in the Aftermath books that Chuck Wendig right. did, that there are pockets within the Empire. And this actually that takes place. the Empire isn't in, char- in charge of, and the, rebe- the Rebellion, <laughs> the New Republic, hasn't really moved in. Right. There's these pockets of lawlessness and craziness that are going on. Well, this play, this takes place after the Battle of Jakku, some, at some point, because we're seven to eight years after Return of the Jedi, when this starts. Yeah. So, you know, there there's talk that there could be the origins of the First or, you know, Order that are tapped into here. Who knows? We may get Maz. You know, there was your theory that my theory has always been this is how they find Luke's lightsaber. Yeah, because there there is some kind of big treasure. Because Maz they are is an down. easy character to put in there because although Lupito Nyong'o did the motion capture on the set of Force Awakens, mm-hmm. because she's only a hologram in Last Jedi, I don't even think she did any mocap. I think she only did the um, voiceover. Voice. Yeah, and it's easy enough to do the voice. It's easier to have a different actress play the the mocap and have mm-hmm. Lupita Nyong'o come in for half a day right. and record the lines cuz it doesn't have to be a lot of lines. It doesn't even there. have to be a lot of footage. Yeah, that's what I mean. She's she's not going to be a huge part of the series if that is what it what it's about. Fact, but you, I think you really don't be. even have to put her in it. You just have the whoever's running the Bounty the Hunter Guild 
you know, you have him come in. They, yeah, they get the job. Well, what it sounds like is Carl Weathers' character gives them the job. Right. You know, he's the head of whatever this group is that starts on this job. From This is all stuff that they did on the panel. Mm-hmm. Um, and they may not even be knowing who the final, who the buyer is. Right. And they just, it's like, and it doesn't even have to be that you're searching for a saber, you're searching for a box. Well, right. he, hell, he can even just be her collecting it at the end. That's like, what, okay, yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. The last thing would just be like, Thanks. You know, you know? Mandalorian gets it. He gives it to Carl Weathers' character, and the after credit scene of the final episode is him handing it, and you see that it's Maz. It yeah. just pops it open, and it's and it's the lightsaber. I would love to see them, especially with something like this, go to Maz's castle at some point and get to explore that a little bit more. Maybe, maybe because you know, with this show, you could do that, and it fits into the tone of what yeah, Maz's castle that's, is. Some of the things that they haven't said is how you know. How many planets are we going to visit? Where are you going to? We've seen him in different environments in right. the footage that we've seen, so it does look like he does get off world in, in a couple of different times and what have you. But this week, I think even today, well, you, the, the other day, day, they have um, we get the first image drop from the Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, we have interview. We have Entertainment Weekly is doing a cover story on the Mandalorian next week. And we have and two images that we saw. One is of the Mandalorian character, because he doesn't have a name other than the Mandalorian. Correct. Fighting two transitions, yes. and we all thought it was action figure. It looked, it looked like, like a, statue. A, static, a static shot of an it, action figure. It looked no, like you see so many of them up on the internet now. Yeah. Even it, zooming in on the image and like checking it myself, and I was like, it's really hard to, but I can kind of see his hands as a little blurry, so that's like the motion from the well, hand. Well, see, when I, but then like, you know. Like, the way that his costume, hard. his cape and everything is so static, and to me, excuse me, I'm trying to finish dinner. Well, when I first sent that picture, I thought it was the action figures, and I almost well, wrote, I almost wrote, look here, they they gave gave us a picture of upcoming Mandalorian action figures, and then I looked My at it guess again. When you sent it, was that was going to be the Disney Park exclusive to get the Trando ships? That's what I yes, and when I looked at it for a second time, I was trying to find the hinges, and that's when I realized it's not action figures it's actually show footage and then i went back and read the article and every or part of the article that was up and it said yeah this is you know this was i sent shot. the thing back to you i said that's got to be a statue yeah that's got to be a statue mm-hmm. but it isn't so we do get transitions which is cool we're probably going to speak basic which always drives me crazy well you really i mean in the original ep- episode five they don't speak well he doesn't he just growls he at the just kind of growls yeah, at, the, gro- at the lieutenant growls and grumbles We've established in other canon stuff now that they do, in fact, speak basic, which I don't like. Well, here's here's my problem. We have so many cool aliens, and they've ended up now that all of them speak basic. Or Hatties. Yeah. And it just, like, even with the Hatties, we don't get it on the screen. It's, like, the immersive part for me is that all of these different, you know, alien species that are not human, even though humanoid, wouldn't be speaking basic. Correct. So, but anyway. Um, so they have that image, and then they have one of some of the characters sitting outside a hut. And someone pointed out it looks very much like a Ralph McQuarrie uh, concept painting that I believe is for Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. At one point with these huts that are above the water, which eventually became Bright Tree Village. Or, yeah, it's Bright yeah, Tree, isn't it's it? Bright Tree. For the Ewoks. But that, that idea of where that final battle was going to take place. And it does feel like, just like they did with, uh, with Rebels, they just kind of taking those old concepts from Macquarie and being able to use them as you have this big universe. It's a shot at, I think it's Gina Duran Gerda. Gershon. Thank you. No, Carino. Yes. It's Gina Carino. No, Gina Gershon is the other one. Is, is the actress. Yes. She hasn't worked in a long time. <laughs> eh, I'm sure, you know, night shift at McDonald's. Um, we still don't know Melinda May's character. No. And we haven't seen, we haven't seen, I mean, they've done a good job of showing you kind of the look and the tone and the feel and it was kind of like that that sizzle reel for um uh for rogue one yeah the one that they had i think it was at celebration where it was ryan johnson was talking about especially where he was talking about like coming up right up against my favorite film of all time is an awesome responsibility but i also need to do new stuff that thing was amazing because it just showed you concepts and designs and stuff and you're like this is awesome yeah Mm -hmm. and really the look and none of that stuff made it into the into the show (laughs) it's funny because a lot of people think that melinda may's character is uh sabine because it's a mandalore you know she's a man you mean ming na wan um yes sorry melinda may is her character in 
in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's not real. No, I know. I know. Yes, that was the other reveal. She's not? Ming-Na Wen got to finally say that she is a part of the Mandalorian show. Yes, and everybody immediately immediately jumped on that she's Sabine. Not everybody. Not everybody. But then then there were people going, well, wait a minute. She's like 50 years old in real life. Sabine would be about 30. Hey, she can pull it off. Ten years after Jedi, she still looks young. It's ten years after Jedi, she was sixteen at the beginning of Rebels. She is, yeah. And I looked it up. She was sixteen at the beginning of Rebels. So then you had they had a five year jump. So that was yeah. twenty. So she's 21, 22 at twenty two at the end of Rebels. Well, she's not twenty two at the end of Rebels. Well, correct. Because the final shot of her in Rebels is takes place post Return of the Jedi, which would be what ten years after. If it's 10 years after that in the war, what we see from... So that's 30. This would be 38 like to 35. 40. Yeah. Because you're getting about 15. If this is eight years after, and the time between Jedi and... They're still holding on to that idea that a year between Empire and Jedi. And I always say this. Like, it makes the war way too short. Yeah. When you're sitting there, like all the, all the stuff beforehand, especially when you get to Rogue One, you realize that it's... Days before they blow up the Death Star, mm-hmm. and the council's basically like, "No, we don't. We're not doing anything. We're just still talking." Yeah, like we, we don't really have rebels. Of course, they're like, "No, no, they're fighting the Empire all over the place." Right. But the way that they kind of do it with Rogue One is, "No, no, 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 no. We're not doing this. What are you talking we about? We can't like, have one big assault with we all don't of know. our. You're, you're going to attack an Imperial facility? No, we don't do that. And you like, that means the war's like forty four years. Yeah." So he rules for 19 years, and then all of a sudden in four years, you guys figure it out? Well, that's Come what I'm on. saying. Is he didn't rule for very long compared to where we are within this, this uh, Skywalker mm-hmm. saga. Unless you count the 10 years of him being about chan- chancellor. Years. You got him as the emperor for like 25 years. Right. So, anyway. So, we get a little bit more of what it looks like. And we also got the fact that it is being released weekly. Yes. It is not a drop. It is not a binge. And the collective world went, ooh, and I went, yes. Because then so I won't glad. get it ruined because I am not a binger. I can, I have no problem. I'll be able to watch an hour a week. Because I'm super excited for it. I know I'll watch it. I'll probably watch it twice before the second episode. You'll and I'll watch the second it'll become twice. like Rebels was for you. Yeah, There's Rebels a- was as soon as, as soon as it was over on my DVR, boom. And this obviously will just drop. So, yeah, it, it, it is confirmed because it's they have uh, episode one, November 12th, episode two, November 19th, and it's a 10-episode series. Do so. they have lengths in there? I don't know what they do. What? Do they have lengths? Time lengths? Uh, no. Oh, no. Got a bigger spot. It, just, it's an hour it has an hour. Yeah, usually so, shows like this would be an hour long. What the thing is, once the episodes air, then they'll put in. The I'm wondering if they will play with the format and the way of doing forty-five minutes, an hour fifteen, an hour ten. Maybe. Well, yeah. that's basically like that's how BBC shows run. Yeah. You know, they'll have an hour, maybe, and even AMC and some of those shows have gotten. Uh, we see with Walking Dead. You know, you'll have a. Yeah, but that that's extra 70. 15 minutes is, was always commercial. Oh, that's true. It was I mean, still that, only 48 minutes of content. It just ran for two and a half hours. Yeah, that, I mean, <laughs> but you know, that, my point was that their running, quote-unquote, running time for the episode was like yeah. you know, 90 minutes at one time mm-hmm. or 75 you know, or whatever. You know. But we figure there's at least 10 hours of content. There is 10 episodes right. of content. So ten hours. Yeah, we think there's 10, 10 hours. At least 10 hours if some of them might be a little bit longer. Right. I love the release schedule. I like it being weekly. Because I think also, we're going to get way into this this weekend. We're not going to talk about the topics that kind of came out this week that weren't attached to the stuff that you talked about last weekend. But we'll talk about why I think a, re- a weekly release schedule is better. Well, I, can, I mean, we watched this last season of Stranger Things. We sat down, Arabella, Beth, and I sat down and watched it. It was seven, eight episodes, I guess, maybe. I forget how many. Somewhere between six and eight. I think it's eight. We'll go with that. We watched it in a weekend, and then we went, there's no more Stranger Things to watch. Yeah, and we'll talk about it this weekend. We'll talk about it this weekend. But for The Mandalorian specifically, being weekly helps me because I won't have episode six ruined when I'm only on episode two. If if I'm only on episode two, 
in the sixth week. Yes, that's my fault. See, the ones I'm more Versus I'm the guys that, that will, it releases at midnight on a Friday. It's 10 hours. At 10 a.m. the next day, I know people on my line that have already watched all 10 episodes. Right. They'll just binge the whole thing for 10 hours, which I can't physically do and i just don't have the mental capacity to do it because it drives me crazy oh, i did 14 episodes of breaking bad one year or no, no, I, was no, I remember to i was so fried <laughs> well yeah. so that show is very taxing was, uh, <laughs> i'm sitting here every every time i heard a police car i'm thinking someone we gotta hide the meth and i'm you know I'm, but uh here, here's where I, I can I, see. I remember the Breaking Bad saga yeah. of listening to you talk about that every day for like six months. Well, because I didn't watch it until you, wa- you the didn't end watch of it until season, season eight was getting ready to start. Mm-hmm. Season five. Season the five. End of, the end of the series was getting ready to start, and you watched it, and you couldn't understand why other people weren't watching it because you forgot that everyone else had a job, and, and you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I watched it until three in the morning. Yeah, I got up to go to work at four in the morning. So no, I can't stay up till three see, in the morning he, to watch it. Here's where I'm wondering where the week if the weekly thing is going to be with every show. And I know we'll get into it more, but when you get to the Marvel stuff, you have in we we already know that Loki, WandaVision, and the Doctor Strange movie are all going to be within the spring of 2021. And if you're doing a weekly show to that, especially WandaVision, you have, and let's say it's six episodes or six. So I have a feeling because we, as Ethan just mentioned, Tom Hiddleston said there's only like six episodes. There's six of hours Loki. of Loki. Yeah, WandaVision may even be shorter. Right. I have a feeling WandaVision is only going to be like four episodes. So it's going to be it's going to be a more. mini. It's a, a mini series as a setup, as a helpful setup that also it can exist exist on its own. Yeah. Again, we'll get more into because there's Netflix made a big announcement this week, and we want to talk about it this weekend more than that. We'll, this will we'll talk about release schedules for Netflix and what Disney's doing because it's a lot of the stuff that came in through the thread of what I was talking about. Right? What are you going to establish yourself as? But so far, we know the the, the show that I think everybody is looking forward to, the uh, well, the flagship, the benchmark, whatever you want to call it, the Mandalorian is what everyone, for the most part, is you know. I don't think people are. You know, clamoring in the streets for, well, I can't wait for High School Musical 8 or whatever it is. I well, am. But see, here's well, the, I know you are. Real quick. Amazon does both. Some of their shows yeah. they drop weekly, and other ones they drop in a block. Weekend. Yeah. yeah. We're going to talk about that on the weekend. Um, That's our teaser for this weekend. Yeah. For the four people that listen. <laughs> Three of them are in this room. Um, I thought we established we had at least five or six regular people. I think the other three are bots. They may have dropped off after no, I last think week's I episode. Think bots. <laughs> Not because of the girls, because the oh, girls kind of took over that episode. Not only that, but the, the, the static interference. The static interference. Ellie, the phone. Ellie kept putting her phone close to the you wireless mic. And you it. couldn't hear Ellie. You heard Bethy in the beginning, didn't hear her at the end. You couldn't hear me half the time. That's because two <laughs> drunk women on a microphone that they've never been on before. Mm-hmm. They kept drifting back and forth. You know, if you talk regularly while you're moving, that does the effect. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if, I you don't think, that... if you want to stay here, like, they kept drifting <laughs> back. But if you move this way and, and this, this way, way, it gets the same, the same volume, effect that I was saying. <laughs> so anyways. So anyways, uh, the other big footage came out that was shown at D23, wasn't released to the public until Monday, and that was the kind of sizzle reel slash trailer, second trailer for Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. I wish they would just leave that as the, the next trailer. We said the same thing for Last Jedi. True. They, did. they just kept doing more and more stuff and so did Force Awakens. That won't be the last footage that we see. Oh, God, no. Um, and then we'll get like ton of TV spots. To cut, you cut it into two pieces. We have the Luke's uh, voiceover as we're seeing shots from the classic original trilogy. Luke's voiceover from episode... From from Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. And the only reason I mention it is it goes from Star Wars, you know, New Hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi. And it's in chronological order, even within the films, mm-hmm. except for Empire. <laughs> so you get to Empire, and you get the asteroid field, and they're in the Millennium Falcon, and whatever. And then there's a shot of Boba Fett in Jabba's Palace from Return of the Jedi, and I think it's even from the special edition. And then he, does he nod? It's when he nods, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's and a special then, edition. And then he gets to, and then it goes back to Bespin, and it drove me nuts. Like, as I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, before, uh, when Force Awakens was released, the, the theater at Disney or whatever, at Disneyland. Yes, the, the Path of the Jedi. Yeah, the Path of the Jedi. 
that thing will get you all stirred up. You're like, oh, oh this yeah. is so cool. Like, this is awesome. And then you realize, like, oh, I just saw The Force Awakens, and it doesn't have as much heart as this. But whatever. And then... Well, even watching The Path of the Jedi makes you want to go back and watch the prequels. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anything really makes me want to go back and watch the prequels. Uh, I still enjoy watching them. I don't... They do, too. I don't here. dislike them, but... I'm at a point where I don't need to see them anytime soon. No, but... But I'm also at that... To be honest, I'm also at that point with the original trilogy. I've seen Return of the Jedi a hundred times. I've been trying to get you to sit down and watch it with me. I don't... Well, one, I won't watch the special edition of Return of the Jedi. Right. Um, I saw Empire at the Hollywood Bowl last year. So cool. And then... But also was like... Man, they changed this like another six times. And then I found that there's a YouTube video that shows like... The four times they've changed... The special edition of, of A New Hope. Yes. You know, like when they, the when the craft take off from Yavin 4 and the, the troopers got the radar gun. Uh-huh. So I'm going to pull these guys over. Um, <laughs> they've done that like six times. Yes. Some of it's just color correcting and stuff. And I'm like, stop! Except for the lightsaber. They never with, fixed the damn lightsaber! With Luke and the training. Uh, the training. No, it's, they, they still haven't fixed the lightsaber with Kenobi. With Kenobi, yeah. When he's facing Darth and he does the thing over, and then it, when it's facing the screen, they could never rotoscope the where the, when it's facing. Right, like it's trying to pointing right at the screen. How do they not fix that? And he does that little move where. He and goes, they still haven't. They didn't fix the the. Um, oh, what's the when in the in the Rancor pit when he picks up Luke? Yes, you still see the 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 the, the, the black. Cut. Yeah, yeah. What, what was that called? Oh my goodness! When we were kids, we always knew what that was called. What that effect was called. Oh, anyway, they didn't it's, fix it. They didn't yeah. fix it with the TIE Fighters in a couple places, too. Well, I was going to say, I was, that's You're what basically I was going to say. You're basically like layering stuff. The, yeah. yeah. I was just like, boy, that's what you decide not to fix? We're like, hey, let's tweak the engine color on the damn X-Wing. Like, Come yeah. on. Uh, <laughs> so that was the piece as, as we get up to, and then they showed you new footage from Rise of Skywalker. Now, Ethan has not seen it. We're not asking him to see it. But he did get the reveal of what the internet lost their collective minds over, which is a spot. So Have you seen the entire shot? Did you see the Cetrupia stuff? How it how it starts? Well, I see it closed and then open. Okay, so you know what the saber does. Yeah. So she has nunchuck sabers or whatever, and then she flips it, and it's red saber. It's It turns into a double saber. She has red eyes. She looks like a dark Jedi. What's the saber from? Didn't someone say they already saw that? No. Is it from, from Rise, of the Old, or Rise of the Old Republic? Something in the Old Republic? I know that everybody, when she remember, has them together, and that, that shot of you see the two blades kind of yeah. inside her head, everybody's going, oh my god, it's the Force uh, Force Unleashed. It's that's the Force what it Unleashed. was. Everyone talked about the Force Unleashed one, which I don't get. The, the most, the thing that made I the don't most, get why that's such a big thing. The thing, thing that made the most sense that they've never done on screen is when they release that Plo Kloon figure in like the middle between Attack of the Clones, or I'm sorry, between, yeah, between the movie Attack of the Clones and. and uh, Revenge of the Sith. And he has a gauntlet yeah. on his arm that has a saber on both sides of yeah. his wrist. And I'm like, that thing is so cool. Like, it's like Wolverine with light, with lightsabers. You know, he's got two... <laughs> Why would they not do that? That makes total sense. Yeah. And you just block like this. And I mean, especially someone shooting you. And so you're just, I'm like, man, that thing is so... they never done that. I'm like, where was that? Yeah. So, yes. So, you see, you see Ray basically as a dark Jedi. Well, everybody the internet, the the internet the had face. the reaction that was just like, oh, that's cool. And then they moved on. No, wait. <laughs> Within 40 nanoseconds, there were 1,645 theories as At to least. what this meant. Um, there's a simple explanation, which is mine, and the one that we'll hold to is that it's just a vision. Right. Because we never see her. There's, there's no point. As you try to put some of the footage together, me having seen both of it, you can kind of make a con- oh, that's the food. Yes. Like, what the hell is the cricket sound? Why do you have crickets in your house? That's right. The community. <laughs> as you put the footage kind of in some sort of order, you don't see her as that character again. No. The one thing that I've said that that can be the the uh, the the red herring is that the opening scene of the original trailer is colored incorrectly. That, in fact, in the film, when she jumps on Wait. that TIE fighter, she has a red blade. Uh, except for it's not the same saber. You can't digitally alter the so, saber? Did you see where everybody said that? remember, they digitally altered all of Thor's uh, Infinity War His footage eye. because of the eye. Yeah. Did you see where they said that 
that the Force Awakens movie poster gives away Ray's fate because yes. you see her with her staff, and Kylo's blade goes up and right it's beside like aligned it, and with it's aligned with her red. Yeah. So it's like you know, she's and I think her face is in red, isn't it? Well, that's it, the red glow. Of, from, half yeah, of her that's face what I mean. Her face is kind of in red. In red. Yeah. So that's the other theory is that she in fact turns in some fashion. I've seen that she's being possessed by Palpatine. That was my 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 thing is always the simplest answer is usually the correct one. The simplest answer is it's her cave vision. The Another second one, one the, my if you that's not it, my money's on she's possessed because it, it's very much like the old Dark Empire yes storyline, which is Palpatine. In the Dark Empire comic book, all the way back to the beginning of the expanded universe that we know that was released in the same year as Heir to the Empire, is that Palpatine's force spirit, his his essence, his life force, whatever. The way he learned to cheat death. You know, yeah, eventually. Uh, they kind of go back and talk about that. Is he puts himself into new bodies. Right. But those bodies, especially if they're not force attuned, burned out very quickly. Which clones, would explain why Snoke... It was, well, it was also why... As, as I said, if they're using that theory, then the idea that Palpatine's interest in Ezra, Anakin, Luke, and eventually Rey makes sense. These are four incredibly powerful people that we've seen. Yes. Even Ezra... The, 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 well, Ezra is very powerful. You get the hints that Ezra is much more powerful than we think and he is. And in tune with the dark side. Yes. So the idea that he's trying to transfer himself into bodies that are already attuned to the Force... That are very powerful in and of themselves, whether it's bloodline, whether it's midichlorians, whether it's just the force has chosen them, they're all Jesus, whatever. It may, then it makes sense because yes. the four people that he's after are four of the most powerful people that we've seen within the Star Wars universe. Um, so that would, if if it's not the vision and it is a major part of the story, I think that's, I think that's a lot what it of is. people think because of the. The um, vision scene in Last Jedi that she's a clone because there's yeah. so many of her, and they all when she snaps, they all snap at a different time. It's not like it's a mirror where if she snapped, it all snaps together. If only well, she had the Infinity Gauntlet. I was just going to say that. I wish she could have figured it out. She could have rewritten her own reality. So there's a lot of that. that all that snapping though. Yeah. So this would be a dark clone that she ends up fighting. That was one of the things that we talked about because it has a callback to Heir to the Empire. Yes. Timothy Zahn's novel, which is not canon anymore, but within it, these clone cylinders that the Emperor had, he clones a Jedi in Jahoris Saiboth, who has Jahoris with the, uh-huh. the apostrophes in your name. It means you're a clone. Or you had double You had a double You had vowel. apostrophes with double vowels. Yeah. And the very end is Lauk. Yeah. Lauk. Because they cloned him from his hand. Because Correct. when you read that now, you're like, boy, that was stupid. Boy, when you were 13, that was awesome. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> like, yeah, they get his hand, they cook him, make him, and he fights himself. And of course, that character saves Mara Jade's life because she has the imperative to kill Luke Skywalker. Spoiler alert, and yes. kills the clone. So it's not canon anymore, so nobody cares, right? Right. Um, Except for Mara Jade because everybody cares about Mara Jade. God, I hope she's not in this movie. Carrie Russell. No, way too young. Everybody said Carrie Russell's. No, if it's Carrie Russell, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> She's like 30-something in the movie. Oh. Mark Hamill's like 60. And Come on. Ray, if Ray would be their daughter, then she would be... She had a she was 10. She would have been 10. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie Russell's probably 40. I mean, Carrie was, Russell's yeah. probably Russell's 40. But still, 40. just like, no, that character... I think she, she is in her 40s. Um, <clears throat> there's so much going on. The thing that I'm afraid of now is like so, some of the stuff they show, like, how much is going on with this film? We have Lando. We have the other, the, the African-American woman character. We have yes. Carrie Russell's character. We're like, are these all Matt like, Smith's in it? Where they're like, we don't know who Matt Smith is. Right. And that's where my clone theory comes up even more because he sure looks like a young emperor. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you just think that because he's plastic looking. Oh, he's so plastic looking. He's wearing a Halloween mask. <laughs> he's, made, he, he's made fun of his eyebrows before, too. His lack of eyebrows? Yeah. <laughs> the fact that his face got burned off. In fact, off. They, even make, they even make fun of it in, uh, in Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um. There's so much that's out there, and you know, we have like a four-hour. Well, you film. look at it. You look at it. It's them finishing a whole encompassing story. Yes. So yeah, they're gonna. Try well, they're to saying that also Force Ghosts are gonna play a lot in this. So there's gonna be a lot going on. 
And they're, they're and it's a fear and because JJ's already said that he, he is said from going, the beginning that he's he's, he's tying, tying up all everything. the all nine films. He's tying it into all nine films. Right. He doesn't say he's tying up. Well, he's tying into. Yeah. That the idea that it connects to Watto all, returns all the eight. Watto is the Phantom Menace. <laughs> Hey, you guys! Uh, Watto and Jar Jar. Hello, guys. How are you? What are you doing? What happened to your voice, Watto? I found it's racially insensitive. Watto and Jar Jar show up at the very end and go, Hey, you forgot about us. Jar Jar comes in like, What's up, dudes? What's happening? Well, we no, found out that surfer talk is much Jar Jar has that lightsaber, and they're just putting Ray into the trailers to trick you, but that's really well, Jar Jar. I've always, said <laughs> that, I've always said that I would love to have had a Jar Jar story where he gets completely... You know, tortured by the Empire and ends up no, having prosthetics, you know, and a, a voice modulator that he has to speak with. Well, Aftermath ruined that for you because oh, yeah. he's, he's a juggler. Yeah. And, you know, and he's part, he's part, you know, side. I still, know. wherever that episode is where I laid out how it could totally work of him being the Emperor, it's like, <laughs> I know that could work because you don't see him after, at the time. I'm like, we don't see him after mm-hmm. Re- Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> we don't know what happened to him. So now he's like, Misa sitting in the office saying, Dalpatine, do this. Um, I I went way out on a limb with this and I said, Ray is a twin. She's a Skywalker, and all you know, we've seen with Skywalkers, there's twins. So I think she's totally a Skywalker. So they they split the twins apart. They split the twins apart because the one of them was showing the signs. Because in Star Wars, that's what you do. You do with twins. You You take the twins and you're like, put one of them. Both of them are super powerful in the Force. They're the, the the offspring of one of the most powerful Jedi ever before he gets half of them cut off and burned. And then you take one of them, keep the last name, put him on a planet that the other guy came from, and take the other one and put her in the middle of a core world that is super important to the Republic slash Empire. Right there where And just they... make, her, make her a part of the royal family. Don't hide her at all. No. Have her look Palpatine in the face a hundred times. And Palpatine, for just like you know, all the Jedi are there, like, oh, 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 he was right in front of us. Well, the oh, spri- yeah. The, brightest... the same thing. You don't Tarkin have... is around her all the time, talking to her Yes, but Tarkin, Tarkin doesn't have the force. But the Tarkin is very she, intuitive. It doesn't matter. The point that she's been shown, she sees, she's like there, she sees Emperor Palpatine at one point or whatever, doesn't well, feel her at all. I know all. You're, you're reading Dark Spire. And Black Spire. Black Spire. Yeah, Black Spire. And they mention Leia and her ability with the Force in it. Yes, that she, that she turns it off, basically. Well, no, she doesn't turn it off. She has the she restraint not to use it. Until she absolutely died. There's a difference a, between res, there's a difference between restraining using it and it not being there at all. Yes, but they're saying like that she, Luke, the, so Luke's last Jedi it cuts himself point. off completely. Yeah, but they're saying that in in Last Jedi, it was such a dire either I die or I use the Force to save myself. I'm going to no, use I know. the Force. But and that makes sense. It's still, it's, you would think that over the twenty years from Jedi to to me, to, uh, we don't really see much of that. That's no, the but we also get Luke had to spend some time training her, or at least helping her to understand her ability. But what I'm saying is, the latent ability doesn't disappear even if she just has the restraint not to use it. If Palpatine is point is, is across from her, it he didn't awaken felt. yet because you know you have to have a force. No, awakening. the force awakens always happens much much later. <laughs> Um, but if you go back, uh, so I, I Force, said they were twins. Yeah, Force Awakens was on TBS the other day, and I watched the end of it. So many commercials! Oh my god, her battle with Ray, with uh, Kylo when she, you know, you need a teacher, and she opens her eyes. Boy, that seems very dark sideish. The you way that, that she attacks him. Do you know that, that a he, lot of people back then? Oh yeah, said because she attacks she, the way she looks the, like Emperor the Emperor attacks. Yeah, he, he, he does the. She does the thing that nobody else of the other Jedi figure out with a, a, a basically a rapier uh, sword. It's going like forward. Like a fencing sword. It's going forward. Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard to block that because you got to like move your saber and knock it over. 
was like, how did the Jedi not not uh, not take well, that, the that, that custody? And they said, when the old man puts up a saber and then does a a nine hundred twenty <laughs> spin midair, you'd be it wouldn't stop him either. <laughs> as well as screaming, like, yeah, ah! a screaming old man comes at you with a nine hundred. But yeah, spin. they're the only two that have done that forced yeah. lo- that that lunge with yeah. it. So our money is either well, my money is on vision. A lot of people have said that she was. At one point, said after Force Awakens, said that she was the Emperor's daughter. Yeah, we got a lot of that, and then, then there were some got... that, that said that there was a theory that she was sort of born wonder... of the of the Force. You yeah, know, she was, she was she was the one that was actually conceived by the midichlorians. Yeah, that the bugs got together and were like, "Hey, let's just make a human." Well, there was also make talk a baby. About, there was a, that she was that she was from the original Jedi tree that she was conceived. Is that, why, is that why Yoda burns down the tree? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good idea. This is not. My fear, especially even just with her her story, is that it completely invalidates all of Last Jedi. Well, J.J. said. J.J. has said that Ryan didn't put it off the rails. And it not necessarily doesn't mean that he, you know, this could be exactly what Last Jedi was supposed to be. Right. That Ryan was told, this is point A. This is point B at the end. This is where I need you to get to. The Resistance yes. has to have five people left, and they're all on the Falcon. Got it. Go. And Luke has to die because we're going to kill Leia in the next movie. Whoops. Um, that that story can still exist, but still be invalidated by the fact that everything that happens to Rey in it is a complete non-sequitur. Well, you see her training in the forest. In, in the That's fine. Tra- I don't care. But the point of that whole film was that her parents are not anything special. See, I don't. I think she that tries just... to. I know. That's what I said. It invalidates it. But if... I never. I never felt that it was validated. Anyways, I always felt that was just Kylo telling her that to try to get to spark the dark side in her. To yes. to give her a reason. But to what, whatever and reason kill. it is. To get it's her still, anger going. It still invalidates it in that it's not real. See, I never validated it in the first. It doesn't place. matter. The point is, whether you didn't do it in the first place, you already invalidated everything that Last Jedi was about. No. Yes. But in her, in her story, yes. The big part of her story is that she's not anything special because of her... It's what, um, it's what Maz says to her in the temple, in, in the temple, in the castle in Force Awakens, which is, what you're looking for is not behind you. It's in front of you. Right. What happened before doesn't matter. You need to move forward. Her entire, you know, just like Finn becomes obsessed with trying to save her and mm-hmm. all that, her obsession was with her heritage, which was a big part of the first six films. Right. It ended up being a big part of the six, first six films. And it felt like Johnson's story and the story that we got was, your heritage doesn't matter. It's what you do going forward. She saves the resistance by moving the rocks. Right. She goes back. She she gives well, up on that, this. And that's this, what this, the little boy is that... And yeah. even, you know, that's kind of what they're trying to establish also with... The little boy is Snoke. Snoke's essence goes over to little boy. Well, what, what I was... Okay. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to let that go. What I was going to say is, you know, they're, they've already established that Galaxy's Edge, Batu, is fitting in this timeline with the, with the films and everything as canon. So... Sabi's workshop, where you go in and you build a lightsaber to help with you know resistance, kind of falls in line with that boy. That you know, there's there's more people out there. I hope to God, Black Spire isn't in this movie. I have a feeling it is after reading Black Spire. Well, I'm pretty sure it is, but it's gonna just like. I I have this feeling that they're going to like. I like the idea that either start there or end end up there. I like that we got it in that Thrawn book before. You know, we saw it in the book. Which is totally book. different. That's what I mean. When you got it in the book, and then later that year, they revealed that's what it was. Yeah. You're like, that is a big-ass book. Jeez. Um, the one on the top. That was dangerous. Uh, like, that was cool. They're like, oh, cool. We've already seen where it's in the universe. And now it's like, here's 85 books and six movies and 45 TV shows, and they all take place on Galaxy's Edge. Everything. That, to me, is the problem. Like now you're you're this isn't organic at all, no. Because that book is not organic. That is Delia Neither Dawson book. is just like, okay, I need you to do me a favor. I want you to write a travel brochure. Well, even 
even uh, uh, a crash of fate is not. I mean, it's a calling card for the park. Yeah, but it it sounded better because it wasn't so involved with the stuff that's on the map that you get when you walk in. You know. Yeah. He doesn't spend four hours in Savi's workshop. Well, he does. He does spend it in Doc's uh, antiquities or whatever. Uh huh. Anyway. But they the don't Snoke thing. The Snoke thing was because that was actually I wanted to, because that was part of my theory. My second theory is that the Emperor keeps moving from body to body. Right. Snoke is the Emperor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I think we we had mentioned that. Remember when when everybody was trying to figure out who the hell Snoke was and everything. I somebody and I don't remember who it was, but during the podcast said, "What if it's the Emperor that has a possessed Snoke's body?" Probably Ethan because he was probably saying a different <laughs> joke and it's like, "Hey, wait." Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but it would make sense. Yeah, if if that's what it is, then that makes sense. Yeah, and that he, I think I even said it is that he actually, as he needs to die in order to transfer bodies, and Snoke's body is starting to fall apart. He actually manipulates Kylo into killing him, mm-hmm. so that he can release himself. Thinking he's going to go into Ray. into Ray, well, unless he did go into Ray at that point. That's a possibility too. You could start the film off with her being, you know, doing the Dark Jedi and coming back. Mm. That'd be interesting. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Or maybe, yeah, she she goes dark and then they both come back. I think think they both come back. They really do. I don't think they kill him. And she is a nobody and they have a baby and that's the new Skywalker. And they stand at the end. And that's, like, that's, that's Ryan Johnson's They new, do a Lion King. My Skywalker. And then, here they throw, we are. and then they throw the baby off the cliff. <laughs> and it floats. Because it's the Messiah. Written and directed by George Lucas. <laughs> help me out you're my only hope no written and directed by George Lucas that's my favorite of those <laughs> it's a hologram of Leia help me Obi-Wan Kenobi you're my only Did hope you... and it's it's Obi-Wan sitting sitting in the chair no, no. <laughs> and then it just says written and directed by George Lucas did you see where like all of a sudden it just dawned on people that Obi-Wan Kenobi's first line in A New Hope you know so his first line ever is hello there that's why Ewan McGregor did it. I know that. But it's just like all of a sudden after... It's like when you go back and watch Han Solo's performance and you're like... And Harrison Ford's performance is Han Solo and he moves, he uses his arms a lot and yeah. he points at stuff. And then you're watching Solo and go, oh, that's why Enric did that. Because it's... Yeah, it's already there. Yeah. He mm-hmm. doesn't suck. Like, yeah. geez. But it was so funny because it was like all of a sudden this week I saw like four or five different you know, threads with people going, hey, did you know that he says this? That's why, you know, you know it, I think that's why they tie it in with Ewan McGregor. I'm like, it's like when you have this a, is like yeah. so old. We're like doing a movie <laughs> with, with about me and my knock of doing the Terminator theme, which I do all the time. Right. Every time. And it's, oh, that's why he did it because that's what he really does. No kidding. Uh, Speaking of Kenobi, you mentioned it last week when Kenobi's set. It's set in that middle period between where we start with Han Solo on Coruscant and then when we get to him on Mimbam. Yes. Which is exactly where I didn't want it. Well, the funny thing is because as soon as they announced Kenobi and where they it was set during Solo, oh, we can have Han Solo and Kenobi meet up. No, you can't. God, I hope not. Because... Because he's sitting across the table from him, like, oh yeah, I remember you. Yeah, but it's What's set up? in between that time period. Yeah. So while while, while so the, the first time the Empire visits Tatooine, Solo's there with Chewbacca, and that's why Kenobi walked over to him and saw him at the cantina. What's up, Furball? Yo, you got a ship? Yep. Let's go. Got it. Who's the dork? I don't know. Some kid. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then someone else was like, "Oh, it's Darth Maul," and I'm like, "No." Darth Maul doesn't know that Kenobi's there until the end of Rebels. You can't do it. God. Everybody wants to make everything connect. That's my problem with the Sabine thing. Yeah. For Ming-Na Wen being in The Mandalorian. Like, not everything has to connect. She doesn't have to play an existing character. She could be, shock of shocks, a new character. That's not even a Mandalorian. There's no such thing as that. But at the same time, Finn is totally Lando's kid. Uh, Right? (laughs) Um, 
I still love my friend although, Kai getting so we, mad. We have hey, if they make Finn attached to the only other black character in the series, not everybody, not every black character in the in the, in the Star Wars universe is connected to Lando. And I'm like, no, just Mace Windu, Lando Calrissian, and Finn. Finn. So shut up. He was so angry. What about Val? Well, at the time, Val hadn't yeah. been introduced yet. It was before Solo. It was, uh, I think it was the year of, La- of Last Jedi. Yeah. I was standing in line with her at, um, at Comic-Con, and I said, I pointed out all my theories of why Finn was Lando's kid. You know, that he has the same traits. He has kind of the, the out-for-himself sort of thing. Eyes. He's a smuggler and all the other stuff. And, and she was just so mad. And she was like, she's like, yeah, we connected to Lando. I was like, well, everyone's connected to Lando, because you know Mace Windu is his father. <laughs> he just let him go. And he was like, yeah. I'm a Jedi. I'm not supposed to have kids. What if so Mace put Lando... Windu is the Force Ghost that comes back to help them beat the Emperor? What if he says Mother Effort? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, Mother Beef! I'm not going to take this damn Emperor on these damn spaceships no more. Um, Jake Lloyd comes back. Oh, boy. You got to pa- it... post bail first. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's uh, Qui-Gon? I could see Qui-Gon being in I could film. see that. I could see that. I got this weird sort of. I could see it. I don't think it is, but I could see it. That might be no, his no, connection. I doubt, I doubt it would be it's Ken, it'd be Kenobi. Well, with a Kenobi series, I wonder if if he's going to try and JJ's going to try and pull a piece from every saga film. That's the episode one saga piece. Mm-hmm. Is that it's Qui Gon? Because he's he's supposedly. If you take growing the, the beard out. Well, no, it's also. Oh God. Well, you remember when Ewan McGregor uh, yeah. grew the beard? He's growing a beard and he went to the gym. He's been going to the gym for the last five <laughs> years. He's never stopped going to the gym. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but if you look at all the pictures of Ewan McGregor, he's never fat. Yeah. It's not like Luke Skywalker, who got kind of big there for a little bit. Well, you know, Disney just... calls and says, hey, we're going to give you a contract and a solo flex. We'll see you in six months. You got it. Well, you know, when you're just doing voiceover, you don't have to exactly. worry. Exactly. He's sat uh, at home doing the voiceover. But yeah. the th- Well, part of it is... The debate of what's canon and what isn't, because the novelization and the script, the original script for Revenge of the Sith, is that Qui-Gon is the first person to figure out how to be a Force ghost. Yes. And if that exists, then that could be a part of this in terms of who's, you know, there. I think we, did we see the shot or something where we're like, so in the movie is going to be Qui-Gon and Anakin and Mace Windu. <laughs> And somebody uh, took those return of the yeah, Jedi. And Yoda and and Mark Hamill, you know, Luke Skywalker and Ezra and like every Jedi you've ever known that we is either dead or we think is dead is just right there. It's gonna be Aragon jumping off the boat. Yeah. <laughs> with all the with all the uh, all the Jedi, yeah, the uh, the the Oh, what are they called? Okay, I just thought it lost it too. Yeah, I had it. Um I don't like where Kenobi's set. I really don't. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. I, anything after the beginning of him being on Tatooine, to I, me, is terrible. See, here's the reason why I think that you... And if he leaves the planet, and I was saying, if he leaves the planet, it negates his entire mission. I agree. Because as far as we know, we can make the inference that only two people in the entire galaxy, besides Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru, know where Luke Skywalker is. And that's Correct. Yoda and Obi-Wan. Kenobi. Because, you know, everyone says bail, bail, bail. Well, we never have a shot or a comic book or a canon book where they tell Bail, this is where we're bringing Luke. You're going to take Leia. All Bail knows is where Kenobi is. He may not even know that at the point in which we have this series. Okay. That could be where he finds isn't, out. Isn't That's, Bale there when they're making the decision on where to take him? No, he's he there. Says, he's, I, no, he does. He, he, does. Takes, he takes his leave. No, he's he, not there when they say he's going to go to Tatooine. He yeah. says, you take him to his family on Tatooine. He, he, he says, we'll take the girl. We've always wanted to have a daughter. We've been you know, trying to adopt. And Kenobi says, I'll take him to his family on Tatooine. don't remember that. I feel, yeah. He's right there. It, he is there. I feel like Bale knew where. Okay. So the, those three people in that room are the only ones that know yeah. where the twins are. Hmm. Because my problem with it was if Kenobi goes off, even if Kenobi's on plan, this is why John Jackson Miller's book is so good. What that if, if Kenobi gets killed, Yoda has no way to get off of Dagobah. 
they've mentioned it more than once that that ship that takes him there is basically an escape pod. Right. He cannot take off. He has no means to get off that planet. He's waiting for Luke or Leia, if you want to believe a certain point of view. He's waiting for Kenobi to bring one of them to him. Or both. Or both. Excuse you. Um, Watercolor. Yeah, he's burped. Uh, if he dies, if, if Kenobi dies, nobody knows. Okay, how about this? And, and we've, this when we've seen that Uncle Owen and, and Aunt Peru are not interested in him going off and saving the galaxy. Right, but here's the thing. What if you, you take the premise of John Jackson Miller's book, where Kenobi's still trying to be a hero to a degree and everything, mm-hmm. he has, Bail calls for him to help him with something. He goes off planet. While he's gone, something happens to the Lars farm. It gets attacked or something, and Luke nearly gets hurt. And when he comes back, he that's when he realizes, I can't it's, do anything. It's too much. I, I, I agree. I where, totally it's agree. At is, where it's at is too much. That's my problem with it. I, I it's totally, not like he goes there and he's like, it's going to take him eight years to figure out that putting himself in danger is a bad idea when he's literally telling himself that I'm I'm protecting the hope of the galaxy. What if it's what if it's a bounty hunter that's there, looking for Jedi or something, and sees him and recognizes if him you, and he has to take care of it, but not off planet. If you're reading the Star Wars comic book, that doesn't make any sense because nobody knows who he is until Boba Fett finds him. Because Boba Fett's on Tatooine and finds him. I just. What if you have Fett find him? No. Because that, that doesn't work because Fett doesn't find him until after A New Hope. Correct. Okay, yeah, that's right. Because Vader sent Wait, him to find him. After A New Hope? Yeah. It's in, the, it's in the Star Wars Marvel comic, which takes place after A New Hope. That he finds Fett. Uh, finds... Fett finds out that it's Skywalker. Because mm-hmm. Fett. Well, yeah, but Fett fights Skywalker, but is Fett blinded. Fights, Fett fights Skywalker because. Vader hires Fett to find out who blew up the Death Star. Right. Who's the pilot. He fights him on Tatooine because it's when Luke goes back to Ben's hut. So he follows him to Tatooine. Right. Goes back to Vader and says, he went back to his home or whatever on Tatooine, but he tells him he's Skywalker. That's that's the reveal. Is when he says, the guy who destroyed the that, Death yeah, Star. Yeah, that's how he knows. The, the, guy, the, the, the pilot who destroyed the Death Star is Luke Skywalker. And then when he walks out and Vader's in that room with the glass, right, you see him break the glass. Everything shatters, yeah. Because at that point, we think Vader has no idea that his, his children survived. Correct. He thinks his children are dead. Just like... No, we, child. He never knew there were twins. Okay. He knows he doesn't have any children. He doesn't think he has any children. Right. One way or the other. He doesn't think he has any children. And nothing that we've seen... The Emperor never tells him, you know... He just said he. The emperor tells him that she dies on Mustafar Correct. because he says you choked her and you killed her. Correct. And but he Anakin the emperor's ever... lying to him because the he, she isn't there. Right. Obi Wan takes the body and leaves before the emperor shows up and says, "Get the barbecue and let's go." Which um, is weird though because they do have a big funeral for her on. Well, I guess you could have a funeral for her and she died on Mustafar. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, the funeral because she doesn't die on Mustafar. She dies on Polis Moss. Right. And then they have the funeral on Naboo. Yes. He knows that she's dead. Yes. He, he knows. He can be told. Kenobi took the body. Brought it back to Naboo. They have the funeral for her. Um, my thing with. We've been trying to debate this thing forever. About the point in John Jackson's book. Where uh, Obi-Wan thinks that Anakin is dead. Mm-hmm. And like no they called him Darth Vader. And I was like oh he must know Vader. But where John Jackson Miller's book is set, he would have no idea that Vader exists. He thinks that Vader's dead on Mustafar. Because yes. it's not it's not like the Emperor, you know, this is now my empire. Hey, look at this dude over here. Isn't he looking Well, evil? we, we look discussed this, this before, that at this point, we don't... Vader, Vader would be some kind of rumor and myth. Yeah, Vader is not. Even even there, we think we've seen in a couple of places that people in the Rebellion don't believe that Vader exists. Right. So it's not, he's not like, well, even, you know, even he's not Rebels. the Secretary of State. Rebels kind of, they knew of this, yeah. but they didn't really know his name. That's where they start to know Especially that also exists. because when he's in the suit, you know, nobody could tell it. Right, Anakin. but it, once, but, once the, the, what we had to debate for the longest time, I had said for the book Kenobi that part of what I love about the book is the internal dialogue of Ben as he's like, I lost the Jedi Order, 
Yoda's gone. I can't go talk to him. My best friend is dead, and I killed him. And everyone said, no, he would know he's alive because he hears the name Vader in the hollow, you know, with Anakin kneeling, and I pronounce you Darth Vader. And Rise, Lord but Vader. where Arnold especially was, yeah, Rise, Lord Vader is so cool. I want to get you this cool. Learns to, you know, the, to go to the Mustafar system. The yeah, Darth yeah. Vader is going. But the what was derailing that idea was once Kenobi knew that his name was Darth Vader, he would know that Vader's alive mm-hmm. because he would have heard the name. No, he wouldn't. I mean, the book is set literally forty-eight hours after the end of Revenge of the Sith. I mean, he, he's he just dropped off. He drops the off the kid. He doesn't even have the hovel yet. Yeah, he, that's, it's him finding his his house and everything, mm-hmm. and he gets involved in this in this skirmish, and that's gonna it. And so, I was so happy with like the last three. He was like, no, he would never. He would. Ha-. There was no way at that point, especially where he is on Tatooine. It's not like the Hollow Net News. He's got a TV in his well, thing. Like, even- Hi, this is Biz Bosbus with Hollow Net News. Darth Vader destroyed a rebel cell today. Just took this lightsaber and cut these mofofos in half. Check it, it out. The only person on the planet that might have a clue that there's a Darth Vader would be Jabba. And that's just through his network. But even by that point, I don't think. Because again, the, the book takes well, place no, in the first two from, weeks. Yeah, so. from the Kenobi book, no. Where the, mo- where the movie, where the series is set, it's possible. I think both of us could. thought like that's the point. That might be the point where he finds out Vader's alive. Yes, and he sees something. Whatever that was the other whatever thing the plot is, whatever he gets involved in, if he sees something, you know, the five hundred first shows up. They're there and they find out who the hell's the five hundred first. Oh, that's Vader's fist. Oh, the the guy, the the guy who killed all the children. No, Darth Vader, black costume, got some buttons on his chest. He's over there. What? <laughs> but you see, can't, I see the, the other thing I've said is Vader can't land on that planet. Well, here's what I said. If Vader lands on that planet and Obi-Wan finds out he's on, and he takes the Larses and Skywalker off planet. Oh, God, no. Wait, just let, hear me out. No, no. Vader no, goes no. to no, no, no. see his home and everything no, no, no. and leaves because no one's there. But the thing is, that's not but, his home. He never lives where he never no. lives in the in the Lars. He lives on a different. He lives in an entire oh, different city. Visits his mom. Goes to his mom's grave. And, and realizes there's no one there. In the he, grave because she's resurrected. But she's, no. So, but <gasps> while they're out, that's the surprise. The rise wow. of the rise of Skywalker is Shimi. Boom. Done. Shimi. Shimi. You're welcome, Mr. Abrams. He just gonna, he's going to reshoot that whole movie right now. Okay, let me finish this. Breaking. That's what JJ just said. Let me Kenobi, Kenobi takes the Larses and Skywalker off planet. No, why are we and trying to rationalize listen. the worst thing you can wait, wait, do? Wait, listen. And at some some point during their, their time off, something happens where they're in danger. This is why Owen does not want Ben anywhere near Luke or the family. So when he no, brings because them back, then you, you're, but this now now gives reason for Vader not to ever come back to the planet. There's Even, no reason for Vader to come back to the planet anyway because ta- he doesn't think Luke's alive. Doesn't know Luke's alive. Doesn't, doesn't know Luke exists. Th- exactly. So he's never going to go back to that planet. Here's here's this is the two problems I have with it. One, he doesn't know that Luke exists. Whatever. The second is taking away the reason that Uncle Owen is wary of Kenobi, a bed, the, this hermit wizard. Is that Owen really cares for Luke? Yes. He doesn't want him to. This, they're in Tatooine. Well, then you need to have they're, something they're where in Tatooine, and Owen have, an, have a, a disagreement of some kind. I can see Owen being in it. The yeah. kid who played him in Revenge of the Sith is still alive. My problem with it is I don't want to take away, as we continue to overanalyze everything for a 42-year-old film that Lucas had no idea was going to be this big. Right. <laughs> is that... Owen truly cares for Luke. Yes. And I think that matters because it makes their deaths that much more tragic. I agree. Because this is this is the one thing he never wanted for Luke. He's on Tatooine. He's on, if there's a bright center of the galaxy, we're on the planet it's farthest from, and then they give you Jakku, which is in the middle of nowhere, and then they give you Dagobah, and they give you all these other planets that are way more remote than Tatooine because Tatooine has a huge part within the, the galaxy because it's in every film. Yes. I like the idea that Owen and Baru really want to take care of Luke. They yes. want, they're trying to keep him away from the Academy because they know who the Empire is. And they, yes. And they they're like, what no, 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 we don't want you Luke Skywalker We need you here. The You're this, there's, there's a celebration of a simple life. Yes. I just watched the first half of the uh, Lord of the Rings last night, so the Fellowship, and that's the big thing with, with uh-huh. Bilbo is like the, 
that it's it's cool to have a celebration of a you know it's okay to have a celebration of a simple life whatever i don't want to take that away i'm so afraid that kenobi takes away some of the most honorable pieces of kenobi owen and baru well i i think that you unless need to the have... show is six episodes of homeboy just sitting in his hovel doing nothing I, just reading books i think you have to have something stuff. where either Moving ben rocks. puts the larses in danger or the Larses are in danger. There has to be something to do if with Ben. Ben puts the, the Larses in danger. That's the worst thing you can do. We've already went from, we're watching the original trilogy. Oh, the Jedi were so cool. Oh, the Jedi were just these great people. And then you watch the prequels, like, the Jedi are idiots. Yeah. This is all their fault. And you have to wait another 20 years for Ryan Johnson to have Yoda admit, like, yeah, we were dumb. Right. This is, this is, this is stupid. Not a boring game. Um, but no, what I'm saying is, though, there has to be something for... For Ben and Owen, for Owen to say, you go away. We will raise him. It's safer for us to raise him than you be around. Well, that's the whole – you have it in the Kenobi book itself where he's like, I'm not going to be a part of this well, kid's life. Well, that's why I said can't. if you're going to do the Kenobi series, just do the book. That's what I – not doing the series. I don't think I don't think the book is a series. If it's Well, it could be if it's only like four or five episodes. That was the, to me. That was the Kenobi movie. Right. You could tweak it and do whatever. But the point of the movie was supposed to be, the point of the book is, I gave him to Owen and Baru because I don't want him to know who he is. <coughs> right. Until the point where he figures it out for himself. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a until he gets a there's a resignation saying hey you're there's you're a, a resignation Jedi. for Ben because it, <coughs> all the stuff you do before and all the stuff you do after and I said this all the way back. When I, I think we were having this discussion on a on a thread with Travis and everything, where I said it's hard when you start to expand because the prequels make Yoda out to be a total d bag. Yeah. In the original trilogy, yeah, I didn't tell you about your sister, and I didn't tell you about this. Yeah, but I if you look at Yoda, that. the Clone Wars make Yoda even to be more a bigger d bag. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he knows everything that's going to mm-hmm. happen yeah. and doesn't do anything. To do when you're changing these pieces around you start to to you start to take away from the integrity of what you have been presented already everything that you know is that obi-wan shows up kid goes over there i live in my hovel yeah and i wait and then i kind of keep an eye on him from time i keep i make sure that you know if the tuscan raiders get too close Couple miles away, I start slaughtering Tuscan Raiders. Like, oh, this does feel good. Yeah, this is cool. <laughs> oh, look, he Anakin was right. Wow. <laughs> What's up, little boy? Not Boscorps? just the men. They but all the are animals. Not just the men, the women, and, and the, the children, children too. They're, they're animals. animals, and they slaughter them like animals. And then Padme's like, oh, that's so hot. I want you so bad right now. I love when you just murder alien species. It's that so makes good. me so much hotter than you throwing food in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> quote unquote force feeding the, the, wow well really f- wow <laughs> you like that one huh? wow that was good <laughs> wow <laughs> me too Boo, but I, was, like I, I was gonna have the, the, the missing scene where we of the Sith is when they're in bed together and she whispers kill some children for me <laughs> <laughs> but force feeding I'll be right back <laughs> oh, hold my space beer <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Skywalker, what a whoa! Those yeah, kids like, oh no! <laughs> we oh, should, we should we, we should, should leave now. We should. Oh, he's caught me with the full script and pulls him. Just pulls him into just skewers. Over. It's like the Fallen Order trailer where he just grabs him and then stabs him. Yeah. Oh my god. So, anyways, so Spider Man, Spider Man, yeah. <laughs> we still spend, how, how long is this episode already? It's like over an hour. Hour and three. Well, maybe we'll do Spider-Man for the weekend. Let's do Spider-Man with the weekend stuff. Then. Spider-Man's sad. Hashtag save Spider-Man. Hashtag it's, it'll all be fine. It's going to be okay. Yeah, we need to have a long conversation about this. Yeah, no, we'll do it. We'll do it over the weekend. Because it's already 8.40, 9 o'clock. What time is it? 8.30. Oh, look at that. I just gained a half hour of my life. <laughs> So yes, we want to talk about some of the things that were from D23. That's what that's what we did. We'll talk about the new Netflix news. Well, the, the star, I mean, the Star Wars stuff was like, ended up being one of the biggest things about it. 
Yes, because all and I think that's the, one reason because why they the, split Marvel the Marvel stuff. Yeah, the Marvel stuff was the was the San Diego stuff. Although the three Marvel TV series they announced, which yeah. there is a fourth one apparently that's secretly in the works. Did oh, you see the images for What If? Yes. Yeah. Did you see Caps? Yeah. 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 Fascinating. Um, the weird thing is, is they said they're all based. It was supposed to be twenty three episodes based on the movies, right? Right. Mm-hmm. There's a Ghost Rider one in there. Is there? Yeah. The third image that I saw from that from that Boss one. Logic was no. the Ghost Rider. Well, what do you think about uh, Robert Downey Jr. returning to the MCU? I got a feeling it's the he's going to be money, the new. Money, money, nope. They've money, already said money. he he's going to be the Jarvis to Ironheart. That's what I'm saying. He's going to be the operating system for the new. Yes. For the new um, Iron Man suit. Yes. Whenever they do another Iron Man suit, because it's just voiceover. It's going to be voiceover. It's gonna, well, they'll they'll probably do a hologram for a little bit. Because he has, you have a voiceover of him in in Far From Home, right? Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. No. Isn't no, there? Isn't there the something movie? when he puts the glasses on, or is no, that Friday? That, no, that's that's Edith. Edith. Or Edith. But uh, the, it's even just, in death, <laughs> I'm still. What? I'm still the hero. I'm still, still the hero. Yeah. Or I'm the hero, or something. Like but that. it doesn't count anymore. Spider Man's no longer in the MCU. For like a day, we'll see. when he's a calm down. We'll talk about nothing. That with nothing weekend. in production, and the fact that Sony's the door lose has it. been closed for this moment. Yeah, I love. <laughs> that's what we were going to talk about. Apparently, we're talking someone, about it now. Someone from Sony saying the door is closed for now, which the is basically saying nothing is nothing has changed. Yeah, so, we'll talk about it this weekend because yeah, I didn't get a chance to talk about it either because I did not have the same reaction that everybody else did because I just I don't think there's any way. No. At this point, for for someone who said for the longest time that Sony would never sell them to, to Marvel, I'm now saying there's no way that Sony's going to make it's not gonna a standalone go film. They're going to try to get in production, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> well, you think about it; they'd have they they haven't even hired writers or whatever right. because everyone that was working for Marvel is probably under contract with Marvel. They are. Yeah. So you're not going to get the people that were writing to write whatever the next film is. Yeah. And, I don't and think the Mark, only thing they, they know Mark for Webb the next film it. is right now is that Spider-Man's identity has been revealed. Which would be weird to leave it in the Marvel Universe because the Marvel Cinematic Universe secret identities mean nothing. Which would be weird to leave, put it in his own universe. It'd be weird. Well, that's the thing is they just would put it in their own universe. Are we and talking not about mention, this now? Well, you keep going. <laughs> like we'll talk about it over the weekend. All we'll right. talk about that. We'll talk about some stuff from Netflix. We'll talk about there's some, some Harry big Potter news. Harry Potter news. He's he's big Potter. He, big he, Papa. <laughs> Papa Potter. Potter. His wand dropped. I love how we keep teasing our show for this weekend and then start talking about it and then stop. (laughs) So I don't think we're really talking about the fact that he has a big wand. No. (laughs) How about uh, we just end and then we'll talk about it this weekend. So make sure you check us out on facebook.com slash nerdables. We're also on Twitter at nerdables show and we're on Instagram as nerdables. For Chris and Ethan, I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to you next this weekend. Yes. (laughs) What is still next week? In a few days. Next this weekend.